Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello everyone, Charles Watts here. Welcome to Friday's edition of Inside Arsenal. I hope you're all well. You're heading into the weekend in a good mood, wherever you're watching or listening to this around the world. And you should be in a good mood if you're an Arsenal fan, because it's been another really good 24 hours or so. And it's only going to get better over the course of, again, the next 24 to 48 hours. I would say lots going on yesterday. It was a really busy news day Yesterday, we had players leaving, the Granite Jacker's departure being confirmed. We had a contract announcement with Reese Nelson's. We had the big news about Steve Round leaving, which was a bit of a shock. I broke that news yesterday afternoon. Mikel Arteta's assistant had left by mutual agreement. We'll talk about that a little bit today. And of course, Arsenal are now very, very close to announcing that William Saliba has signed his new contract. That has been done. It has been signed and it will be announced potentially today. I'm recording this. Uh, what time is it? 10 o'clock on the dot on Friday morning. So by the time you're watching or listening to this, it might well have been announced and confirmed. But uh, yes, Lever has indeed penned that new contract. And we are getting very close to, to, much, much closer to the announcements of Declan Rice and Durian Timber, who are in fact um, believed to be having a medical today as those transfers get close to being completed. So really busy time, lots to talk about today. It was a really busy day, as I said yesterday, and lots to go on today. But we'll start with these two, shall we? Declan Rice and Durian Timber, both expected at London Colney to complete their medicals and uh, put the finishing touches on their move. They'll be meeting their new teammates as well for the first time. Of course, these deals haven't yet been confirmed. They can't be until they're all sort of legally done and signed off and the medicals have been passed. But we are very, very close. We are at the end game now. And uh, yeah, they'll be meeting their new teammates, meeting the coaching staff, meeting Win, the chocolate Labrador. So a really busy day today at London Colney. All the players back today as well, the non-internationals. Uh, they're all coming back today. I think only Emil Smith-Rowe, who's obviously over still, he's got the European final tomorrow with the England under-21s. Aside from that, everyone's going to be back. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it can be a really busy day, I imagine, at London Colney today. People everywhere. And uh, yeah, that's a good thing. And hopefully, I imagine that's going to be a very, very strong squad heading out to Germany. I think the players fly on Sunday 
the whole squad go over on Sunday. And you'd imagine if the non-internationals are back today, they'll probably all be on that plane. So it's going to be a really, really strong squad heading over to the training camp in Germany next week, which finishes with that match against Nuremberg on Friday, where we might well see first appearances, certainly for Kai Havertz, but maybe for these two um, after their medicals are completed today. So, yeah, really exciting um, time to be an Arsenal fan I think and the addition of these two players is just going to add to that. I mean, Declan Rice, I've spoken an awful lot about. There's no no more need to say much more about that until that deal is over the line and confirmed. And Durian Timber, uh, keep your eyes out for my show on him tomorrow, a sort of special show on him with a special guest talking about him, what he'll bring to Arsenal, his strengths, his weaknesses, that sort of thing. I'm going to release that in the morning on podcast and on YouTube as well, so keep your eyes peeled for that. And he just sounds like a really exciting signing as well. I can't wait to see what he's going to bring, the versatility he's going to add and the, the ball retention he's going to bring to the squad and to the team. Just going to hopefully add even more depth and more ability for Arsenal to strangle the life out of teams with their ability to keep the ball as well. So really exciting that those two are on board. Okay, let's talk about William Saliba now, shall we? Um, you see there, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see his agent at London Colney yesterday tweeting that. Well, not tweeting that, it was an Instagram picture, Instagram story that um, the, his agent put up yesterday of him at the room at London Colney, pen in front of him, papers in front of him ahead of that new signing of the contract till four-year deal for Williams to leave a bit of um bit of doubt over whether there is a one-year option on that for Brizzo Romano yesterday report, reporting that there was and uh, then David Ornstein last night reporting that there wasn't um so we'll wait and see on that I haven't got any information on it to add to myself so we'll have to wait and see what news comes out when that announcement comes and like I said I'm recording this at 10 o'clock on Friday morning. So the announcement hasn't been made yet, but I'm expecting it to come at some point before the weekend. And that's just fantastic news. I mean, I spoke about it yesterday. You've got base, you've got an absolute generational talent there. One of the best young defenders in world football. Um, and this always felt like this was going to be the trickiest one of them all to do. When you looked at Saka, you looked at Martinelli, they all had that emotional tie to Arsenal. Saka having come through the academy, Martinelli, the fact that Arsenal were the club that finally gave him, his, gave him his big chance and brought him over to from Brazil when other clubs had you know, turned him down and rejected the opportunity to sign him after trials. So he had that emotional tie to Arsenal as well. But Saliba that just wasn't quite there. So he came over as a kid. Well, as a kid, I mean, he was still what, 17, I think, wasn't he? 18 when they signed him. But he didn't play initially. Had the whole thing with Arteta, sending him out on loan. You thought, oh, is, this, is that going to be an issue? Is he going to want to move on? But he didn't. He stayed. And it's just fantastic news. And Arsenal can really build on build on the success that him and Gabriel enjoyed last season at centre-back and really build on that partnership to very young defenders, to very good defenders and two players who now have committed their long-term futures to Arsenal. So really good news on William Saliba. Granit Xhaka. It's in. It's ended. It's done. His time at Arsenal. Seven-year rollercoaster at Arsenal. Finally come to an end you can see him there if you're looking at this on YouTube wearing the number 34 shirt in his new Bayer Leverkusen kit with that 21.5 million pound deal confirmed yesterday afternoon Arsenal putting out a very emotional uh, sort of tribute to Granit Xhaka he's taken to social media himself to thank the Arsenal fans got comments here from uh, Edu and from Mikel Edu said Granit has been a big part of our club for a long time he's given us great commitment and quality over the years playing such an important role in our progression and success 
He leaves with our huge respect and thanks. We wish Granite all the best for the future. Uh, Mikel Arteta then adding, we are saying goodbye to a fantastic player and person loved by all of us. It's been an incredible journey for him and he's given absolutely everything for this club. The influence Granite has had on his teammates on the pitch and colleagues at the club will tell you just how popular he is. We cannot thank Granite enough for his service and contribution to this club over the years. We wish Granite and his family all the best in the next step of their lives. Um, it's, I mean, I don't really know what else I can say about Granite Xhaka that I haven't already said. His, the redemption story, the redemption arc that he's been on since he's been at Arsenal. From what happened that day against Crystal Palace, anyone who was in the stadium there that day would never have imagined that he would have. It would have all ended like this. Like, you know, no, no one in that stadium that day who witnessed what happened against Crystal Palace ever thought they'd see him in an Arsenal shirt again. It was like as soon as he went off, as soon as he went down the tunnel, you were like, "That's it. It's done." It's 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 the it's ended. Um, he thought there was no way back, and there was no way back until Mikel Arteta arrived, and then he managed to convince him to stay. And then ever since then, it's just been gradual steps, improving, turning things, turning things around, improving that relationship with the fans. And then last season, it just went to a whole new level. It was just a remarkable season and a remarkable way to end. And he deserves an awful lot of credit. He's had his critics over his time. He's not always, you know, he's not been one of Arsenal's better players for a. A long period but he turned it around and managed to become one of the first names on the team sheet with his performances with his ability to lead on and off the pitch his ability to change his game to add new things to his game which he did last season and he just turned into an absolute genuine star of that team and he deserves so much credit for mentally how strong he was his character and uh, I mean he was just a really nice guy as well behind the scenes he was fantastic you know, lots of Arsenal players after games will just walk past us, head down, never talk to us um, as journalists when we're trying to get some comments from them after the game. But Granite was one of those players you always knew would you stand there, he'd give his thoughts, he'd be honest. You wouldn't shirk his responsibilities. And, um, you know, we all appreciate him for that. And we said goodbyes to him after the game and the Wolves game at the end of last season. He came down to a few of us who were waiting in the mix zone to say his goodbyes before he left because he knew at that point it was going you we all knew it was good it was going to happen he came down and said his goodbyes and that kind of summed up granite jacker as a as a guy as well that he was he was willing to come down and do that because it's not always been easy for him he said that to us when he when he came down you know it's not always been an easy relationship between us and him um but he was just always one of those guys who gave us his time and was always honest and never never hid after a bad result or something like that he'd come down and talk and that was just the kind of character he was deserves a lot of credit and like, like Mikel says there, like Eddie d- does wish him all the success um, while he's over in Germany. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Reese Nelson as well in another busy day. That contract was confirmed yesterday. Looking very, very happy signing that new deal, four-year deal for Reese uh, with an option as well. It's just the way he was talking about the reasons why he decided. He said, it's just the way we played last season. I've been in many years. I've been in for good years, bad years. And last year, especially, I've seen the rise that Arsenal have taken, taking them to new heights. And I really want to be part of that journey. I want to be part of us going to the next level, which I think the boss said, who the backroom staff and the new players and the current players are making. So it was a train I really didn't want to miss. I want to be here for it. So I'm just glad I made the right decision. Mikel told me he's seen a massive change in me and feels like he, um, feels like I'm at the next level. It feels like there's so many more different levels that I can go to. Uh, so that was a conversation I had with him. And for me, I want to prove him, prove everyone around him how many levels I can actually go. And that's what we spoke about. Um, I'm happy I've said that about Reese. You know, he, he could have gone. It looked at a time like he was going to go. He definitely was really, really interested in AC Milan. There was a lot of belief that he was going to end up there. And then Mikel Arteta, you know, wanted him to stay. He spoke with him. He managed to sort of turn that head back round to be facing Arsenal rather than to be facing Milan. And ultimately, Reese decided to stay. And you know, I've said I've said what I've had to say on Reese previously. I think it's a good move, and, and I'm really happy he stayed. So congratulations to Reese Nelson. More good news for Arsenal. Somewhat surprising news that I broke yesterday, this story that Steve Round has left on the sort of, you know, just on the eve of the new season, really. Steve has been Arteta's assistant since Arteta arrived at the club in 2019, obviously sharing that sort of role with Albert Stoivenberg. Um, you know, the, the pair go back a long way. Steve Round was at Everton when Arteta was a player. Um, and the three of them, Steve, Mikel and Albert, have always had this really good working relationship that they kind of bounce off each other. Albert and Steve are very, very different characters. I talk about this a little bit in my book that's coming out and how important the two of them have been to Mikel. You've got very different characters who have different traits, who do different things with the squad. And, and it's been a really good balance. So, you know, I was really, really surprised when I got this story yesterday that Steve, Steve had left. Arsenal released, um, sent out an email to their sort of club staff. It was Ed who sent out the email. This is what it said. It said, as preparations for the new men's season get underway, we can confirm Steve Round has left the club by mutual agreement. During his time with us, Steve played an integral role working with our men's first team players and helping the significant process uh, progress we have made in recent seasons. We thank Steve for his contribution to Arsenal and wish him and his family all the best with health and happiness. So that was the, the email that Edu sent round to club staff informing them of the decision uh, that Steve was left. It was met with quite a bit of surprise. I don't think anyone was expecting it. Um, and it is interesting. I haven't been able to find out anything yet in terms of why exactly this decision has been taken. Just keep telling, look, it's been by mutual consent. There's been no big disagreement. You know, at the moment, you've got to obviously take that on face value and believe it. That's what we've been told. But it's really, really interesting. You know, what has Mikel done this just because he wants to shake things up a little bit? Sir Alex Ferguson did that quite a lot. He would always sort of change his coaching staff. And a lot of people used to criticise Arsene Wenger for not doing that and thinking that's why maybe it went a little bit stale because it was just the same faces. So maybe there is that. Maybe Mikel's got someone in mind. Obviously, a lot of people are jumping to the conclusion at the moment, certainly on social media yesterday, that Santi Cazorla was going to come back and, uh, and become... Uh, Mikel's assistant. Um, you see here, Brian sent me a, a question on, on YouTube asking about it, saying the rumour mill is in full swing with Steve Round leaving the, leaving. the word is Santi could replace him. Round had two years left on his contract. One thing Ferguson had over Wenger was he kept changing his coaching staff, fresh ideas and all that. And, you know, that was the, the word was Santi. I mean, that was just going around everywhere. I don't know. I can't confirm at all if Santi Cazorla is 
uh, coming back to Arsenal just yet. Obviously, he's left uh, Qatar where he was playing. I've always been of the belief that Santi will come back to Arsenal at some point, as long if Mikel Arteta's here and stays here, that at some point he will come back and join the coaching staff. It's just, I remember I was having a conversation with Bakary Sanya about it, and he was convinced. He said to me, I think Santi's going to go back to Arsenal and, and, and be part of that coaching staff. And so it wouldn't surprise me if it happens. I don't know if it happens straight away. You know, he's only just hung up his boots as a player. Does he want to walk straight into a coaching job? I don't know. Um, but it's really interesting. There is obviously a, a a vacancy now, a hole to be filled. If Mikel wants another assistant to bounce off, he might just stick with Albert and just, you know, uh, and have a more streamlined coaching staff. We'll have to wait and see on it. But it, it is definitely interesting. Um, certainly the timing of it, you know, why didn't this happen at this, when last season finished? Why has that happened just as the team have come back for pre-season training? You know, there's, there's definitely a few questions. And I'll do, do certainly can continue to do a little bit of digging. And if I find out anything else, and I, I will report on it. It's, it's definitely an interesting little thing that caught me and, and others by surprise. Okay, a couple other sort of questions that have come in now. Um, here's one that says, Edu seems to have played his role well this time, but I'd be very happy if we could have brought in Caicedo. Now they've now they've got to let the likes of Elneny, Laconga and Cedric go. So yeah, this is going to be the next stage, certainly for Arsenal, I think, this summer. Once the Rice and Timber deals are confirmed, which you think would be, you know, happen very, very soon, then it's going to be, right, those three targets have come in when you include Havertz on that. Now we need to get some players out. We've seen it start with Granit Xhaka. I think we'll certainly see him try and sort of step up their attempts to move some players out of the club to bring some money in to free up some more space on the wage bill. Once they've done that, I think they'll probably turn their attentions to potentially adding a couple more players a little bit later on in the window. But I think the priority now will definitely be on trying to get a little bit of money in and trying to shift some of these players out, sorting out the futures. I don't think Elneny will go. I'll be surprised if Elneny goes. I think he'll stick around. But I think Sambi Lukonga will certainly move on at some point, whether that be permanent or another loan. We know that Burnley are one of the clubs who are sort of sniffing around, which makes a lot of sense because of the Vincent Company link with Lukonga. Cedric, of course, he is back. He wants to try and um, and sort of stake his place for a place in and around the squad this season. He's got one year left on his deal. You know, he's determined to try and do that from what I understand. But, you know, if a decent, if an if offer comes in for Cedric, I'm pretty sure that Arsenal would be very, very willing to let him go this summer. He's another one of those players. You look at Marquinhos, his future needs to be resolved as well. Nuno Tavares, those type of players. Kieran Tierney, uh, Flo Balogun, of course. Um, so there's lots to sort out. And I think that will definitely be the priority now that uh, the three sort of main additions that Arsenal have been targeting have all been secured and brought to the club. Okay, I thought this was an interesting one that to end today's episode on from Nigel, who uh, says, uh, he's been watching from the start. Glad to see you moving forward with your work. Thank you very much, Nigel. He said, so I have a long one for you, something a little bit different. So you've just taken over as Arsenal manager and you've been told you must decide to keep one and sell the other between Eddie and Flo. Then you've been told you can sign one more player that's realistically achieved, i.e. no Haaland or Messi or Mbappe. Who do you want? And lastly, we need to shave one other player off the wage bill. Who would you be cutting? Must be a significant saving. The interesting one here from Nigel that certainly got me thinking. In terms of the first one there, who I would decide to keep and sell over Eddie and Flo. If the situation is exactly as it is right now, if that's what you're talking about, I would sell Balogun just purely because of his contract situation, I think from you know and I've explained this before I don't think he's in any rush to sign a new deal and because of that 
he could if you don't sell him this summer he's only going to have one year left of, on his contract next summer and you're basically screwed you're going to not you've got a really valuable asset and you're not going to be able to sell him for much money this is a year to sell him he's really hot off that brilliant season in france he's got two years left on his deal he's just gone and moved over you know joined the us scored on his you know second appearance there he's hot you can sell him for big big money so I think you just reluctantly sell. If both of them, if we're in the same situation, if we, we were sitting here right now and Eddie had four years left on his contract and Balogun had four years left on his contract, I would sell Eddie. Um, but, and that's, I don't, you know, I don't think Eddie's a bad player by any means. I think he's done really, really well. Um, and he th- I think he gets a little bit of unfair flack sometimes from supporters. But uh, I just think because of the contract situation and where they both are right now, I think reluctantly I would sell Flo Balogun just purely to get as much money as I possibly could for him. And I would certainly include some sort of buyback option in that deal with whoever it would be with. Uh, and then who would one player realistically sign? I would probably go with someone like a Moussa Diaby. I think for me, the focus should be on signing a right winger before the end of the window now. Someone who's going to come in and provide really good competition and cover for Bukayo Saka. You know, you look at the other right wingers who are around there who are, are probably a bit unrealistic. People like Rafinha at Barcelona, it's just not going to go this summer. But maybe someone like DRB is gettable. Um, it would cost a fair bit of money, obviously, but I think that's who I would look to sign if I had to get one more player between now and the end of the window. And lastly, this one's an easy one. Who would I shave off the wage bill? Uh, it'd be Nicolas Pepe. <laughs> just no, I mean, it's obvious. One year left on his contract, huge amounts of wages. Um, not going to play this season. I'd, uh, you know, absolutely 100%. I'll get him off the wage bill. So that's my decision on that. But thank you very much, Nigel. I thought that was a really interesting question or questions to end today's episode on. All right, that's it. Thank you very much for watching, everyone, and listening. Appreciate your time as always. Please do enjoy the rest of your Friday wherever you are around the world. Enjoy what's hopefully going to be another good 24 hours in the world of Arsenal. I'll be back tomorrow with that special on Durian Timber. So keep your eyes peeled for that and you on YouTube and all your pod work, uh, podcast networks. Thanks, everyone. Have a good day. I'll speak to you soon.